Hello and welcome to episode 9 of Two People in a Podcast. We are your hosts, Zach and Cade. Hello. I'm sure you are as excited as I am to continue what we talked about last week. Yeah. For sure. Today we are talking about the development and story of the CD Projekt Red game, Cyberpunk 2077. Despite all the negative reviews that this game shortly af- received shortly after its release, it has some very interesting roots and a- an incredible story. Yeah. <laughs> last episode we talked about we talked about the cyberpunk genre as a whole the genre is a combination of technology nor and late stage capitalism yeah bro what this what i said this genre might be one of the most interesting ones and could be the reason why it is so popular it evolved from the sci-fi genre in the 1960s and 70s because of its realistic view of the future be sure to follow our podcast at and a podcast to keep updated on next episodes post or new things happening um as for our sources we're using wikipedia i hate that (laughs) we're using wikipedia we're using game rant's article a timeline of the cyberpunk or a timeline of cyberpunk 2077's development and um that's about it anyway let's get into it isn't that uh keemstar killer keemstar um, believe it or not, the, cyber- the game Cyberpunk 2077 comes from a tabletop role-playing game. Do you know what that is, Cade? Yes, I know what a mm. tabletop role-playing game is. <laughs> you seem insulted. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's my that's my job, to make you insulted. Yeah, I'm always angry. He, he's like the Hulk. He's as red as a tomato right now. Yeah. Um, the creator of this game is Mike Pondsmith, and it is published by... Talzerian games. For sure. The game is mostly known by its two editors, Cyberpunk 2020 or Cyberpunk two editions, Cyberpunk 2020 or Cyberpunk Red. Pondsmith actually worked as a consultant in the game 2077 in order to translate this universe into the game. The most recent of edition of the board game, Cyberpunk Red, which came out in 2020, is a prequel to the game. Since its release in 1988, the game has had four editions. The original game takes place in the year 2013, um, but in the most recent edition, published last year, the game takes place in 2045. That would be uh, Cyberpunk Red. Like Akira, the timeline split in the year 1990. Um, I think Akira's timeline split in like 1980, but it's still pretty cool how we did it early on. Um, something notable is that most of what we talked about in our last episode defines this universe so what i mean by that is that this like this universe it's it's pretty like if you were to say cyberpunk and like list like the top 10 most defining things about the genre that would probably be heavily used in this um in this like in the mechanics and everything yeah um so (laughs) So there are mega corporations, human engine, human robot uh, engineering, and stuff like that. The game takes place in Night City, which is a mega city in Northern California. It says that there's like a population of five million people, which I mean, I've seen bigger. <laughs> now let's talk about the mechanics of the game. When you start, you will be allowed to create your character. There are ten life paths. You got the rocker boys, which are the uh, you know they're, they're the boys who rock. They they have rocks and well actually they have guitars and they rock out. There are the solos, which I think are the um, 
I, I don't know what they are, but they're they're something cool. Netrunners, which is basically hackers. Nomads, which is like people who travel around, I guess, I don't know. Fixers, which are people who like install cybernetics and people, medias, which are journalists and stuff like that. Techies, um, which are technicians. Medtechs, which are, you know, corpos and police officers. You know. You know. I, I like how in the cyberpunk universe, everything has to like be shortened. You know, like solos, nomads, fixers, medias, techies. Yeah, they need like very uh, original words to immerse you in the world that you're playing. Yeah, so they just shorten everything. Yeah. That'd be like us talking like... Yo, bro, you got that. You got that apple on you, and and you're like, yeah, bro, but, I just but, got it yesterday. It was 199 sh- schmeckles. But we shorten apple to app, and then instead no, apple's of... apple's just this phone my phone yeah oh yeah just app yeah app bro no we don't even we we bro got i don't know i don't know i'm I'm trying to i'm trying to shorten every word um anyway next you choose your stats you could either assign points to um your stats in 2099 we're all gonna only speak with like the vowels of each word (laughs) and still understand each other yeah because of implied Mm -hmm. like sentences and Oh. That'd be cool. How do you shorten the word the? Uh. <laughs> the. Um. <laughs> you could either assign points to your stats, or you could roll a d10 dice to randomly assign um, stats to yourself. As we know from Carter, this is also what you do in D and D. After you assign your stats, you could further customize your character's backstory, cybernetics, goals outfits and stuff like that it's pretty in depth i would say um but one of the cool things is that um you can't get too many cybernetic enhancements because if you do you turn into a robot and you never turn back well it'll result in cyber psychosis so every time you get um an implant your humanity decreases what yeah it's cool and then like i don't i don't know what your humanity is dependent on but if you get like if your humanity becomes uh zero then that means that you became you become a non-playable character in the game, and the game master takes over for your character, and you don't get to play him anymore because he's like so, I guess, devoid of any. Why is that human even an option? I don't to give people freedom, but also like I don't know. It it probably like cybernetics and stuff. They're probably like boosts, you know, their their advantages and stuff. So it's like if you well, get how too many. become an, in, an NPC with mm-hmm. Well, you can't control yourself. Well, how could you not control yourself? It's just because you have cybernetic enhancements doesn't mean your brain goes anywhere. Dude, I don't know. My brain is pretty it's pretty all over the place. Um but anyway, there are two other big mechanics to the game. Combat and net running. In this game, the character does not progress and level up. Instead it relies on weapons, armor, and points assigned at the beginning of character creation. Which, um that's a that's a pretty interesting way of doing things. Um I definitely think it's I mean, I could see how that works, though. Instead, it relies on weapons, um, armor. Wait, did I already say that? No. Okay. Yes, you did. (laughs) (laughs) During each turn, the character is allowed to take one move in action. Besides that, there are different rules for weapons, effects, ammo, and other stuff. There is also a puzzle aspect to the game called netrunning. Netrunning allows the character to interact with technology. One cool thing is that the player interprets the interwebs as they please and therefore can assign their own definition to what they want to do to hack. Um, so it's like, 
you're, you're like it's your turn uh i guess you want to hack something right you could be like i think that the i i interpret the net as like i don't know like as like a chilies yeah. and i have to get out of the, the chilies without paying my bill easy then you have to do that i guess i don't know it's it, you just assign kind of your own mini game to uh the hack just make it one you can never lose well i think i don't know i think the taskmaster has to like at least other way to choose a ruby skin yeah now we get into cyberpunk 2077 mm. this is what you came for but before we explain that though Aww. we got to talk about the company behind the game You've probably heard of them. They're one of the only independent game studios, meaning that they don't have a publisher. They just make and develop their or make and publish their own games. Um, they made the game Witcher Three. They own the site GOG, and they which hosts DRM free games. And if you're wondering what DRM is, it's like a um, I think it means digital rights management. And it's like like if a game has DRM, then it basically is like oh okay, so we're gonna check to see if you actually own this game or not, which means that the game has to be online. It's a way to get people, or it's a way to get people to not pirate games. But it's the bad thing is that it requires that you're online when you play that game. So you could see the need for a DRM free uh, game website. It is CD Projekt Red and they have projects spelled a weird, a weird way. It's um. P R O J E K T instead of a C. Also, I don't know what the CD means. Maybe it means like, you know, like CD, like a CD player. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> I'm dumb. That's right. This Poland-based game company was started in 1994 by Mark. I'm sorry for this. I'm gonna butcher these names. These are Polish names. Iwinski and Michael Ka. Kekinski. <laughs> Since video games were scarce in Poland, these two guys went into the business of selling illegal copies of games. <gasps> I know, but keep in mind they were in high school, so it's perfectly it's fine. fine. It's fine. Fully developed. Exactly. Um, however, they managed to start a business from importing games from the U.S. And this time it was legally. They eventually got big, at least in Poland when they started localizing games for their country because, you know, there weren't really many po localized Polish games because I'm sure game companies, publishers weren't like, yes, let's make this game in Poland because that's a big demographic. Um, no nothing against Polish people, I swear. Everything against Polish people. If you're Polish, I don't like you. Um, the, the, like our entire, our entire, yeah, just Polish listeners and they're like, I hate you. Eventually, they started working with game companies to make games. As you know, they went on to create The Witcher games and Cyberpunk. They have a long and storied history, and I couldn't do them justice, but they came a long way from their humble beginnings. Their current CEO is Adam K... I can't... Dude, I can't do this. Kakinski. I would consider them the European Valve because um, they have, they're an independent game studio, and they've made pretty notable games... And they own their own game hosting website, which, I mean, Valve does. All right, so now to the game. We're finally here. Cyberpunk is inspired by a multitude of many different things. The biggest um, is Mike Pondsmith's cyberpunk tabletop game. The architecture of the city comes from this concept of brutalism. It was prominent in the UK during the 1950s. 
This style was bare and minimalistic, most likely to handle the influx of people coming in, um, you know, because populations were booming, industrialism, stuff like that. Capitalism, I don't know. <laughs> this style is... Oh, wait. The most prominent results of this are the massive apartment buildings in the game, um, which V lives in. The, the, the main character, his name is V or Vincent. I don't know what the girl version is. Um, but maybe... But they call the character V, which is pretty cool because it's like a gender neutral um, term for the character. So they're allowed to say, hey V. Anyway, the car designs are inspired from Markello. I want to name like Markello, by the way. <laughs> Gondini's work, work in the 80s. Akira and Mad Max are also some inspiration for the vehicles. Um, Blade Runner, Ghost in the Shell, System Shock. System Shock, it's not Sock. And DSX are also some other medias that would act as inspirations for the game. Now for the development of the game. After the success of Witcher 3, the game started its pre-production. It started with 50 members. The game was announced in May of 2012. So it's been in development for a full seven years, right? Yeah. Not it. No. No, kid. I'm sorry, but no. According to rumors, the game didn't even start development in its current state until 2016. Dang. This is because um <laughs> no yeah they just they they just didn't want to dude this is because the de development of the game fully reset in 2016 so i guess from 2012 to 2016 they kind of worked on it and they're like now nah, let's change it however it was not until 2018 that hype started to build because keanu reeves appeared out on stage at xbox um e3 presentation you probably remember it. it's the one where you're some breathtaking no you're breathtaking that person, I bet that's like the most defining moment of their life. Yeah, it's like, I was the guy, nobody believed me. It's kind of interesting though because um they enlisted Keanu Reeves in 2018, but they didn't really tell anyone because they wanted to keep it a surprise. Yeah. But I feel like that was a pretty outstanding move. Um, and anyway, at the Xbox E3 presentation for uh, Cyberpunk 2077, a trailer was released that showed Night City in its full glory. But wait, that trailer was completely fake. Really? Yeah. So everything that they showed, they did, they hadn't made yet. They just, they kind of made what they needed to make for the trailer, but I, but that wasn't actually like what was in the game. Gotcha. Um, I don't, I don't know how far the game was in its development, but it wasn't anywhere near that. Um, but we won't talk about that till later though. So at eight, E3 in 2019, the game was given a uh, release date of tw of April. 16th 2020 as you know though this didn't happen and it in the time between its release the covid pandemic hit and forced employees of cd project red to work at home furthermore the workers were increased to work tenuously or crunch as it's called which um you know not too good because it means you have to work long hours and you know you don't really get a break but a lot of game companies do it to um you know actually develop like develop games on time and it really sucks because it doesn't deserve to be a thing but unfortunately it is um the game was delayed a, for a few more times though once to september 17th uh and november 19th it was finally released on december 10th 2020 it's funny though because cd project red promised that it would release in uh november they lied. They, they lied. Um, and it, it, like, it's funny because I saw a lot of people complaining that they asked for the day off. And um, 
you know they they had to change it. it it's weird because you they had to like ask for their day off like so many times before and then it's like oh no actually i'm fine i'm fine can, can i change that day off anyway the game was released on windows xbox one and ps4 and um samsung smart fridge i'm too tired for this the game was probably one of the most hyped games in history video games in history which um probably isn't a good thing because it's so rare that a game is actually like lives up to a type and we've heard from many times before we um fall fallout uh, 76 uh what's what's another really hyped game that turned out to be really bad uh halo 5 I thought you were going to say Halo Infinite. Uh, <laughs> oh, definitely, I think one that was huge was um, No Man's Sky. Yeah, I would say that this is kind of on levels with No Man's Sky. At least of hype. Of promised content, It was. it's not on the same level. Uh, no Man's Sky definitely promised a lot more. It promised a ton. Yeah, but we're going to get into that pretty soon. So, um, whenever the game released, the reviews were pretty good. You know, they talked about its story, its atmosphere, its setting, its design, its graphics. You know, its its music. Its music was really good. Um, they they were probably they were being like you know held as being perfecto, but um, <laughs> that that that's a cyberpunk word, kid. You wouldn't understand it. Yeah. But actually, perfecto is like one letter longer, so it wouldn't actually be efficient. I'm gonna say perf. Stupid, that's why. <laughs> it was odd that the developers or it was odd that the devs had little I don't know <laughs> time to uh, further optimize it. This resulted in the game being extremely glitchy, especially on consoles. Another massive gripe was the fact that the game developers lied about was what was actually shown in the game. Liars. Yeah, in the trailers it showed these massive dense cities with a sprawling population. It said the game was massively underpopulated. We got children that were just adult humans shrunken down like the proportions were correct <laughs> yeah furthermore the cops were said to have these complex patterns and would have these super awesome mechanics to find you like they would send out people or you know bounty hunters would come after you or stuff like that instead we got like the typical gta style cop mechanics um you know they like fight you for no reason yeah these complaints from the customers led to C cd project red making a statement about them trying to do better but still, Cyberpunk 2077 went down as one of the most infamous games in history. Alright, now we're going to talk about the game. Um, Alright, so, but there are um, there are several different, uh, I guess, things on the game, like, in the game. There, there are pretty, like, there isn't just the city or the main character or whatever. Um, gangs are prominent, corporations are prominent, you know. Okay, so let's talk about the city first so night city is you know it's it's um it's in northern california a fun fact was that in 2077 night city was voted the worst place to live in america anyway so night city was originally an urban city um founded by uh richard knight in 1994 it was in you know northern california but by this time in 2077 it's a pretty i don't know yeah, it's. I would say like it's a melting pot, but it's like a melting pot of like ho all these horrible things. And you can't shoot anybody. You you can. I mean, you can't shoot any good guys. You also can. You can't. I can't. Anyway, so Night City has a long and sword past. Um, 
But basically what you need to know is that the city was originally found by this guy who wanted to make a city that was like, I guess, better. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and I think in this universe, there's really no like proper government. I think everything's just kind of independent of its own, but they're still like together in a way. Um, basically what happened to the city that there was like a ton of corruption, a ton of gangs, uh, even some mobs and some corporate takeovers that happened. Uh, a notable company is Arasaka. And anyway, in 2020, um, Johnny Silverhand who we will get to later, set off a bomb destroying, like, part of the city. So, but since then, you know, since it's in uh, 2077. Why did he do that, by the way? Why did he do that? Yeah, why did he do that? Well, okay, so prior to, um, prior to when he did that, there have been four corporate wars, which, I mean, that's, like, that's too, that's too many corporate wars, dude. But, anyway... Um, he did that because, you know, he was tired of the corporation's control because, I mean, they're really corrupt, even though, I, well, I think everyone just knows they're corrupt and they just accept it at this point. But anyway, so since then, the city's pretty much gone through like many revitalizations. Um, many different people and stuff try to like, I guess, make it better, but it comes to no result. So it's just a pretty dead in town. I mean, it doesn't look bad or anything, but, you know, it's not really doing good. You look the opposite of bad. Thank you, Cade. Anyway, so that's pretty much the history of uh, Cyberpunk. It's a, you know, it, not much about it. Well, there's a lot about it. But, so there are many different locations inside Cyberpunk too. It's not like all the same setting. There are, uh, there are different districts and stuff. So there's <laughs> Zone A, Zone B, Zone C, Zone D. Come see us. Wow, now- what unique names, you know? I really think, wow, Zone B? I know exactly what's there. Yeah, it's kind of like, um, what's that movie? Uh, Yeah, I know. Anyway, but in actuality, the zones are, there's City Center, which is like, you know, the center, it has the corporations, it has everything. Uh, Haywood, which is kind of like, who knows, Hollywood. It's it's like the more like, um, suburban part. Westbrook, which has Japantown, Charter Hill, and North Oak which you guys don't know what it is, but there is Japantown. Japantown! And, and besides Japantown, there's a little China. I want to go to Japantown. There's uh, Watson. Why isn't there Japantown? There's, just the there's Santo Domingo, and there's Pacifica. I know, I'm never going to answer it. And there's Badlands, and there's other stuff. Isn't that so cool? Ha. I'm just interested in Japantown. <laughs> Japantown? Um, Japantown is obviously where it looks like uh, yeah, Japan. Japantown. For sure. And that's basically the locations in um, Night City. Sorry, I can't get into it more. It's just, I don't know. There's not really I could say about it. Not really much I could say about it. Self-list. Classified, you know. Classified locations. We told you, you know. You know. (laughs) You know what would happen. You know. All right, so there are too many gangs to name um, in this universe. But some notable ones that you at least come in contact with are Maelstrom. Uh, tiger claws, which are associated with Arasaka, Valentinos, animals, scavengers, voodoo boys, um, the mocks, six three, and yeah, that's about it. I bet they all think they're the coolest. Dude, they all think they're the coolest. They all think they're the best at what they do. They do. There's no one else like them around. They each have their own leaders. Um, they each have their own order, stuff like that. They're pro- they're mainly 
I guess in like some ways they're mainly used by um, corporations because corporations don't actually want to get into the dirty work, so they have um, gangs do it. That reminds me of Grappler Baki. Or yeah. not Baki. Wait, it might have been Baki. No, it's Kanganashra. Kanganashra? Because it's an anime where like giant corporations like McDonald's and Disney, they hire like street fighters to fight for them. It's actually really, really freaking cool. That's amazing. But you wouldn't understand. I would not. Now to the company, the corporation's your favorite part. So the biggest is probably Arasaka. Um, has like I would say its main main influences are like Asian culture. It's like situated in um some Asian country. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but I I mean it's like it's kind of like a like a hierarchical system of um of uh management because the uh the father is I or father I don't know grandfather. <laughs> Bless you. <laughs> anyway, Arasaka. No, you made a noise. You told me to send it to you. So what this company does, what Arasaka does, is Arasaka. Arasaka. They they. It doesn't actually say what they do. Offering corporate security and elite level banking services, and that's how they have a eight hundred ninety billion. That's not that much, honestly. Doesn't Apple have like two trillion? Anyway, anyway, um, there's Militech, which is the rival to Arasaka. They make military weapons uh, and equipment, you know. There's King Tao. Um, they also make weapons and firearms. And th those are probably the biggest ones. I mean, Kiroshi Optics, they make cybernetics. Uh, Petrochem, Nightcorp, Trauma Team. Oh, yeah, Trauma what are you doing? <laughs> you ruined the podcast. I'm sorry. Why? Why did you have to watch that? I didn't know that it would. Uh, first of all, I didn't know that was a, a video, and I didn't know my phone volume was all the way out. Okay. I, Cade, speak into the microphone and say, "I'm Cade, and I'm sorry." I'm Cade, and I apologize for my actions. Thank you. <sighs> Whatever. For interrupting this gold episode. Anyway, some notable side characters are the who's the main character? Um, let's see, Jackie Wells, who's your best friend. Cade, stop. Johnny Silverhand, T Bug, um, Judy Alvarez, and I. Don't worry, I'll get into these characters. Dexter Deshawn, um, the Arasaka family. I don't want to get into all of them because there's a lot. Min Meredith Strout and characters like that. Yeah, so let's let's talk about Jackie Wells. Jackie Wills is the best friend to your um he, he's the best friend to the main character. He they have been through a lot together, depending on the life path. And um I, I'm not gonna talk about this till later, but yeah. So <laughs> then there then there's Johnny Silverhand. He's a pretty cool guy. He's also a main he's also a character in the Cyberpunk universe. Johnny Silverhand um he's he, as you know him he's played by keanu reeves he has like a robotic arm I and he did not know that. yeah he's he's a rock star dude he, he's like straight up a rock star and then he's also like a terrorist he's a rock star terrorist which is a good combination cool. <laughs> yeah there's um t-bug who is a hacker who dies unfortunately wow there's judy alvarez who i'm pretty sure is a police lady there's mm -hmm. dexter Deshawn, who is a i think it's called a fixer and a fixer is somebody who um, you know, they give you jobs and stuff. And then there's the Arasaka family. I don't know really how to explain it, but basically what happens in the game 
is that the head Arasaka guy dies because he's killed by his own son. So, so you have to, you know, figure that out. Um, and then there are other members of the Arasaka family. They're pr- all pretty powerful. And then there are other characters. Um, but we get into V, the protagonist. And um, the backstory of V could change on depending on what you choose as your life path because you have three options to choose. Either Nomad, Street Kid, or Corpo. Now, V called V because that's the gender neutral term for either Vincent or whatever the other female name is. I don't know what it is. Vanessa. Veronica. Veronica. Um, and Jackie Wells is pretty much your standard protagonist. They actually do have a personality though, unlike other games, because Jackie Wells is kind of uncharted. Yes, they're kind of. Well, I don't. I don't know if Jack. I don't know. Not Jackie Wells. Why am I saying Jackie Wells? V is pretty stubborn they're pretty um they're not really comedic in a way but they're like i don't know they're like yeah whatever they're just kind of you play as a thug i would say but i mean it's a really cool and interesting character who has their own goals and you know abilities what does that mean (laughs) it's just because thug rhymes with grug so it's a grug moment yes and then we get into the plot of the story, and here's where we get into spoilers, so avert your ears and eyes and mouth and nose, especially your nose if you're going to listen to this. Yeah, dude. So, what happens in the plot, you may wonder? <laughs> and I will tell you. Alright, so, depending on the life path you choose, um, it'll define your characters, um, you know, what happens. But... What is important is that the main character is you, and your best friend is Jackie Wells. Thanks for that. Yeah. So let me let me set the scene for you. The year is twenty seventy seven. You're in, um, you're in Night City. You've been doing small jobs up until now, because you're um you're approached by a local fix fixer, Dexter Deshawn, and he wants you to he wants you to steal a biochip from the Arasaka Corporation. <laughs> Leave me alone. It's he not wa- you. It's just. Biochip. You know? he, he wants you to steal a biochip um, from the Arasaka Corporation. So, you know what you do? You, you get the biochip. You know, you get it because that's what you do. But, what, but what happens? Because you have to go to Arasaka Tower to get the biochip. So, once you go to Arasaka Tower, you hide because the, the, the Arasaka kid goes in there, like the, the son of the, you know, the son of the main Arasaka guy. But then he kills his father because he hates his father. And he's also like super, uh, what's the word for it? Spoil? And like, yeah, dude. Yeah. Good word. I mean, if your dad's a super rich guy and stuff, and you had never had to work for anything in your life, then you're gonna a be brat. He's a he's a pretty big brat. Yeah. So, guy kills his own dad. You see it, and then they're like, his life for free. Yeah, and then <laughs> quite literally, and then once once that happens, um, you know, you have to escape because you're discovered. So they kill T Bug. They kill Jackie Wills Wells. No, your best friend is dead. And the uh, biochip is damaged, so you actually have to put it inside your head. Uh-huh. Yes. Um, so once after you put it inside your head, you start getting... You become a little crazy, a little unpredictable. Yes. You become Melvin. Actually, nothing happens until um, you meet up back with Dexter Deshaun, and he's like, oh no, the police, they found you, and then he shoots you in the head, and then he leaves you for dead. And then you like have this vision where you see um, Johnny Silverhand and stuff, and you blow up um, 
20 <laughs> you you blow up arasaka tower and stuff with the bomb that i also talked about earlier and then you go to your ripper um and he helps you get the uh he he, he try he helps you stay alive i guess because you were shot in the head and you were like nearly dead but he's like okay so you have like two weeks to live um because the bio chip that you put in your head it was activated while it was in your head and the thing about that is this had like the spirit i guess or the code of johnny silverhand and he's slowly taking over your brain so basically you're just gonna be like a um you're basically going to be a remnant of your former self because Johnny Keanu Reeves is going to take over your brain, which I think is cool. Because have yeah, you ever seen? I want Keanu Reeves to take over my brain. Have you ever seen the movie Get Out? Yes. It's it's kind of like that. Um, in, without the racism. Yeah, with with yeah. I mean, I don't know if Cyberpunk's racist, but I don't, I don't think he is. I think Johnny Silverhand will take any able body. Yeah, but basically, um, make him turn into Peter Griffin if he chose that as a character. But basically what happens is you learn of this thing that Arasaka has called Save Your Soul uh, or Secure Your Soul. And you also learn of this thing called Soul Killer. And Soul Killer has the ability to um, has the ability to help you, which you need to do. Otherwise, you're going to die. So um, it's you're basically on a mission to, uh, you know, save yourself before it's too late. Long story short, you could either um, kill yourself or <laughs> let Johnny, let Keanu Reeves take over your mind. And that's basically the gist of it. That's the end? Yeah. Sorry for spoiling it. So. What? I'm just expecting the game is not a satisfying ending. Not really, but I mean. That's stupid. Oh, calm down, dude. I'm just saying, man, like, Keanu Reeves taking over my brain sounds great, but on the other hand, if that's, the, if that's my only choice, what's the point? The, I don't know. You get to hear one-liners from Keanu Reeves all the time. Oh. I mean, wouldn't you live? Just to hear one-liners from Keanu Reeves all the time? I could literally do that anyway. I just look it up on YouTube. What's YouTube? What's YouTube? <laughs> okay. do, I, do I have to sit here for an hour and a half explaining to you, like, the first, like, or, like, the entire history of the internet from, like, 2000 to 2020? Yeah. What's that lady's name? Susan was... Jajiji. <laughs> all right. Wajinski. Anyway, I hope I summed it up pretty terribly. Um, basically... Don't worry what what happens ow my eye <laughs> I hit him. he hit me he's abusive somebody call the cops no <laughs> but i like that i just like on your eye and you're like ow my eye <laughs> oh my eye <laughs> anyway what happens um is or to sum everything up cyberpunk 2077 is a game that maybe had a few bad things happen to it yeah <laughs> i didn't mean to say it like that i like that though had a few bad things happen to it um and it but i would say that it has a really pretty cool story if you have the chance to play then i would say so maybe after it's patched a little bit more i have a question yeah what was what is your favorite aspect of the game out of terms of three things visuals no four things visuals uh story gameplay that's actually it no can you add music to that music fine music okay no seriously this, yeah, cool. the soundtrack is really good for the game like it's crazy Prove and it. name every soundtrack name every soundtrack, name every soundtrack to everything ever <laughs> okay yeah I'll, I'll be sure to do that but you like music name every piece <laughs> name every note well that wouldn't be hard but name every note that was in every song name every possible note combination that could ever be achieved through a song and how many bars all of them all of the infinite amount then infinite amount of note combinations 
she'll never stop reciting it. Um, A B A A B D A. I don't know. Anyway, I hope you liked that episode. Um, we're gonna take a week break to uh focus on our next series that we're doing, which is we're a. We're ending two people in the podcast forever. We're breaking up. The pressure's too much. Wait. Okay. Yeah, we're doing that. What is our new series? Sorry. We're gonna be doing an epi- We're gonna be doing a series. It's either gonna be two or three parts. It's gonna be about Chernobyl. Oh yeah, you've been wanting to do this for a while. Yeah, I'm really interested in it. I think it'll be a fun time. I think we were supposed to watch that. We got to do that. Yeah, I think Chernobyl is probably the one of the, one of the most interesting things, at least to me, that ha- like about what has happened in human history. And I can't wait for you guys to hear it because what happened, like it, yeah, it could have defined our future forever. It wasn't like a, uh, it wasn't a secure event. It could have affected the entire world permanently. And we're going to get into that next week, so or not next week, the week after. So come back then. You'll still get your episode of bonus level next week um, and the week after. Is you that going to be for the news? The, what? The news. Yeah, kind of the news and whatever else we want to talk about. There are some cool... Is clothes. Carter going to be starring as well? Car, Car- Carl. <laughs> Carl. Carter will be starring. And yeah, so I hope you're uh, here to listen to that. Shout us out to your friends. I be like. Be like, hey, there's this awesome podcast I listen to called Two People in a Podcast. There, there are many things you could be doing with your time that aren't watching mm-hmm. us. And bonus level and just anything by us because we're be spending time with your family after all. But who who needs family? Dude, dude, dude. You got podcasts, okay? Do you really need a family if you have a podcast? <laughs> Good point. Dude, our our love our love for you should actually warm your heart. So even if you're homeless, Ooh, if hey, you're homeless, you guys want a taste of next week's bonus level? Right? I got a little tidbit of news for you. What? The actor who played Sonic mm. for the last few years, the one ever since Sonic Colors, he's quitting. He's done. You know who else is done? The one, the voice actor, for, voice actress for Amy. But the voice actor mm. for Dr. Eggman is going to continue to voice him, which I am happy with. No one was wondering that. Whatever. No one cares. Sonic. Uh, yeah. But that's that's Are all we have for today. Follow our Instagram. And we will we will see you next week. Anyway, bye guys. Bye.